Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to Elevated Places Network and presenting our original program here, Elevated Places. This is our Thursday night edition, Ask Minister Ava with moi, yours truly, Sister Ava Muhammad, and of course, my co-host, the wonderful Brother Terrence Muhammad. And uh, we are joined tonight by Sister Deanna Muhammad, who has so graciously agreed to handle our, uh, to screen our calls and to handle the production side of this uh, while Sister Rona Muhammad is traveling. And both uh, Sister Deanna and Sister Rona are part of the Project Separation Team and Elevated Places Network and a great number of projects that we are handling. So it's a blessing to have her with us tonight. And, of course, uh, we really are looking forward to hearing, and I think she's on the line too, we'll be opening up her line, uh, Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad, who uh, just recently began hosting A Time for Justice and this is already proving to be a very powerful program on Tuesday evenings, and we'll talk about that shortly. And, of course, the stunning announcement um, from the Pennsylvania Supreme Court yesterday in the case of our brother, Bill Cosby, uh, overturning his conviction, exonerating him, and immediately... Uh, following that decision, discharging uh, Bill Cosby. He is at home as we speak, and this has uh, set off a firestorm 
of reactions on both sides of that decision. Uh, We're going to talk about that tonight. And we are so excited uh, to have uh, one of our stars of the Nation of Islam, Grandmaster Abdulaziz Muhammad, who is our Student Assistant Supreme Captain of the Fruit of Islam and also National Trainer. And, of course, we want to prepare tonight, and he's going to talk to us in depth about the upcoming annual National Training Seminar. And, of course, this is an exciting time uh, for us, and I couldn't imagine a time where that is more needed than now. So with that, uh, at this time, I'm going to turn the microphone over to my esteemed co-host, Brother Terrence, to take us further into the program. As-salamu alaykum, Brother Terrence. Wa alaykum salam. And it is Thursday. Once again, Dr. Ava, and always yes, I am excited. <laughs> yes, it did come around, and I am excited to be here. Uh, it is a, a pleasure to be on the show, no matter what, no matter what's going on. Uh, and it's funny because uh, at my job, uh, I do another uh, radio station in D.C. with my job, and we do a podcast. And they was like, well, T.C. has experience. Don't you do a show on Thursday nights? Well, you need to go talk to T.C. because he does a regular show. And it's interesting because the one I do on Friday, we pre-record. Uh, but this, you're getting live and direct. No filter, no pre-recording. You're getting straight conversation. <laughs> Uh, straight from Dr. Ava, and this is a beautiful platform to have as we're watching uh, these airways, not necessarily having good content and good stuff on it. Um, but tonight I want to go very quick uh, and just give the basis, Dr. Ava, as we usually start open, um, because always remembered and we've always uplifted the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and we have always put before the people once again his monumental lecture, the criterion from last year, July the 4th. And as we know, the year anniversary of that monumental lecture, the criterion uh, will be this Sunday, uh, July 4th. And we also understand this is our independence, not that other independence, but we're going to be celebrating our independence. And so down at Muhammad's farm, they're going to be doing harvesting and Following the footsteps of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you can go to NOIMOA.com, NOIMOA.com. And you can also watch the replay and a discussion. Uh, if you go to Brother Abdul Kiyam Muhammad's page, Facebook page, Brother Abdul Kiyam Muhammad, um, you can go and find out about his new platform uh, that they will be having a discussion. Um, with the replay of the Criterion. We should just be watching it all together. Um, but then we want to make sure that you come back for study group. You know, go to NOI.org, and then on Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, Central, 11 a.m. Eastern, NOI.org for our Sunday lecture, and back again Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. on NOI.org. And as always, go to ministerava.com. There's stuff that you could be reading since you're off work, you're taking vacations. You may not want to pack the books, but you can get a bunch of e-books that you can download and read over your phone, or you can read on your tablets while you're on vacation so you can have good meditative 
thoughts and good mental stimulation while you're relaxing or just while you on your break at work. So make sure you go to ministerava.com. Also get the latest edition of the Final Call newspaper at finalcalldigital.com. Now, Dr. Ava, um, man, I just want to say, <laughs> you know, I enjoyed hearing you on Tuesday night with our brother, Dr. Aline, brother uh, Malik Saeed, um, student minister Rodney in that whole powerful discussion. And I'm glad that discussion oh, took place too. so we can understand about what's going on. Because we cannot act like, and I'm glad we have this conversation, we can't act like that this whole issue of COVID, we haven't gotten the instructions from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to let down our guard. We are told to keep our guard up. And it was very powerful, Dr. Abel, that one of the things that you said we follow God. <laughs> That's what we follow. We follow God. That's the first standard. And I don't think people understand that because when you're following God, you go with the instructions that God gives that may not be in line with what you want. Even though certain quote-unquote science and doctors and lawyers and presidents and lawyers and governors may say different, we go with what God says because God is the all knowing we are not. And I'm glad you stated that. And then from that basis, we do everything else that we do. Because immediately, Dr. Ava, the next day, there was a conversation with some people that I you know, have a regular weekly Zoom. And all these progressive people was like, I don't understand it. Please help me how I can have these people take a vaccination. It's like, if they're not taking a vaccination, just stay away from me. And they was breaking down what vaccinations mean and why this is that way and that way and this way and that way. Um, but I do want to say, Dr. Ava, I am glad that you're championing this cause because we do need to debunk, as you all did Tuesday night, some of the misinformation that we're sometimes putting out in our zeal to defend. But if we're going to fight, fight with the truth. Just put out the right That's information. Right. And do not make up information to buffer your fight. Just put it out there. So when it's like Dr. Aleem that you said, it's, it hasn't been tested. I mean, it may have been tested. It may not have been tested right. It could have been tested, and the test result came out that people and animals died. So it was tested. Now you just the next one is going to be tested on. So language is everything. But. We are following the instructions of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and that's why the criterion is a must-study, study lecture. It's not one of those things you saw. It was a good movie. I saw that movie, uh, yeah, 10 years ago. That was a great movie. It was nice. Lots of action. <laughs> the minister is not something that you just look at and just, well, no, this is something he is one to be studied. Close on this. This um guests that we have tonight, we have to prepare because what I realized, Dr. Ava, after reading our brother Dr. Ridgely's article on the last edition, is the reality is once we take this thing, you know, a lot of us, you know, you know, we used to, you know, prior to 75, we heard about the struggles and, you know, we haven't had no hard times. But I started realizing when I went outside the other day, I was like one of the only ones wearing the mask. And then the the, the 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 passion that people say, well, why you got a mask on? 
you're not vaccinated, well, stay away from me. You know, a lot more people that I know are trying to say, I'm going to stay away from you if you're not vaccinated. And then we haven't seen the next phase, as Dr. Lane talked about, the next phase is what will you be denied? What will you not have? Mm -hmm. How will you be rounded up because you are special people that don't want to take vaccination? How will you be looked? Now, if you can handle just being a Muslim already, well, get ready for the next ride. (laughs) And we have to prepare for what is coming down. But that's about it for right now, since we do have a powerful guest coming on. But I just wanted to make sure that everybody know the time to make sure you tuned in. And, again, as we're on this show, ministerava.com, check it out. But also the Criterion. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, as this Sunday is July 4th, a year anniversary from the monumental address in the garden. Back to you, Dr. Ava. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, my beloved co-host. And let me first, before I go any further, um, I want to thank all of you who listen in and log in each week to elevated places and those of you who um, take part in our Zoom conferences on Friday night for the uh, critical revelatory course of study, self-improvement, the basis for community development. And on both of those platforms and as well at Savior's Day, I ask for the believers' prayers for my sister Carol Um, who suffered a brain seizure back in December and then had a second one in uh, January and then in February underwent uh, surgery for a benign tumor that was large, though, and nestled deeply into the brain. And following the surgery, which itself was successful, but she had what they call a brain bleed, which is basically the equivalent of a stroke following the surgery. And she was in a medically induced coma for more than two weeks and then another uh, two to three weeks to come up out of the medically induced coma. And now she is returning uh, to herself. Um, First it was the blessing of her waking up and then her cognitive functions and being able to talk with her. And, of course, because of the COVID restrictions, my sister Lori, who's in Ohio, um, and I were unable to see her. But last week, uh, Brother Darius and I flew down uh, to Savannah, Georgia, and from there went to visit her Uh, in her hometown of uh, Bluffton, South Carolina, which is right there between Savannah and Hilton Head. And she is in a rehab center. And every week, Brother Terrence, you know, more and more of her movements and ability to do for herself are coming back. I just can't thank uh, Master Fadr Muhammad and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and, of course, Minister Farrakhan, who has been guiding me and guiding my family. That's right. But I want to thank all of you for your prayers. I, I can't thank you enough. And then, you know, the the words of comfort and, and advice and 
I want to give a special shout out to Sister Dr. Jessica Muhammad, a neurologist here in Chicago, who wow. gave me such, I mean, oh my God, Brother Terrence, such comfort because I couldn't be there. And she explained so much to me um, that helped keep me calm. And then I, in turn, was able to keep my other sister calm. And it just went on and on. And the executive council, and, you know, we have our two brothers on the council, my friends and brothers, uh, our student supreme captain, our student national secretary, um, each of whom is is dealing with major uh medical issues with with their beloved spouses and their strength has been an example uh, to me. And so I just want to say thank you all so much. And uh, then I want to say another thank you to the team last week for such an incredible program. I was able to listen in briefly, and then I had to go back out again and came back in at the end. But you, Brother Terrence, are sparkling, uh, always on it, guest host. He, and I told him he is so wildly popular. Uh, Student Minister <laughs> Jamil <laughs> Muhammad, and, mm. and then our beloved sister Donna Muhammad, um, who was on the board last week. And uh, she's she and her husband, Asika, they've had some trials in the realm of health, and they're coming through theirs beautifully. Um, this this has been an, a, a rough time, but blessed. I mean, we, as the minister said to me recently, and I want to write his notes out, type them out smoothly, because I want to share what he said to me over the phone before I went down south about our complete dependence on Allah. It yeah. is complete. Yeah. And it, it's so important for us to recognize and understand how deeply our need, uh, how deeply we need Allah. And then we have to act like we need him, okay? <laughs> Not act as though we're self-sufficient. Um, as, as you pointed out earlier, Brother uh, Terrence, that message the criterion. It, it will probably be in the hereafter uh, in our descendants before the message is fully appreciated and understood. And just very quickly, uh, before I uh, bring on our, our uh, sister attorney uh, to talk about this monumental decision in the case of our brother, Bill Cosby, please read the Final Call newspaper, each and every week, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm appalled uh, as I learn and, and I begin to realize a lot of us are not reading the Final Call newspaper. And I'm telling you, if you will do that, you will be formidable in your ability not just to defend the minister and the nation and the teachings, but yourself, for you to maneuver through life with with clarity of mind that only comes as a result of feeding your brain with truth. And just as a quick example, now you know we have now, and I've been serving as the section editor of the special COVID section of the Final Call newspaper, which runs from pages 7 through 10 each and every week. And 
As we know, Minister Farrakhan gave the directive to our people, then to all indigenous people, and then to humanity in general, do not take their vaccine. Well, at the time he said it, July 4th, 2020, the vaccines for COVID-19 had not been deployed. We knew the names of the manufacturers that were uh, first in line, ready to deploy them and go to market and make their billions of dollars. And in fact, the United States government had had pre-ordered millions of doses in advance, but no one knew in, in in the public, we didn't know, the ingredients or the or the content or what these vaccines were made of and minister farrakhan stepped up and said it's death it's death and then lo and behold within days information began to flow even though there has been a uh, censorship of any dissenting opinion on these vaccines I mean, the the United States just totally converted into a police state overnight, openly. And as Dr. Leem said Tuesday on uh, Student Minister Rodney's program, Souls of Black Folks, he said, you know, people say all is fair in love and war. You know, we're at war, so all of this stuff about democracy and freedom of individual rights, that's, that's gone. That's out the window. Okay, and and this is a corporate controlled government, and so the the campaign, the the fear campaign, making everyone think that that COVID was going to kill you, and the only way you could survive is for them to inject you, jab you with this with this mysterious uh, product that was bypassing what normally takes a decade. Uh, of trials and experiments uh, for a vaccine to get to market. And this thing came out in December. And lo and behold, the deaths are climbing at such a rate. We have in the final call now, every week on page nine, the the death chart and injury chart published. Not, not, these are not our numbers. These are the numbers from the CDC. Okay, the Centers for Disease Control, the people that told you don't wear a mask, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear two masks, don't wear a mask, social distance, don't social distance, those people, those same people, okay? These are their numbers, So and they're only reporting by their own admission um, approximately 1% of the deaths and injuries from these vaccines are actually reported. So as of last week's issue, uh, the data through June 18th, there have been 6,136 deaths directly related to the COVID-19 vaccines, 51,000 hospitalizations, more than 50,000 urgent care visits, 6,000 450 life-threatening situations, 720 miscarriages, the list goes on. 72,000 people had to go to the doctor. Now they're, they're jabbing teenagers with this, with this product, and I don't want to take up the evening, uh, but if you will please read the current issue of the Final Call newspaper. 
And we titled this article, Warning to America, because guess what? Think back on a man of God telling you, don't take this thing, right? Before it even came out. The mRNA vaccine inventor, the inventor of it, Dr. Robert Malone, we got his picture in the paper. He's the one that developed the core platform for the mRNA vaccine from Pfizer and Moderna. And Pfizer's the one killing more than anybody. He developed this, and guess what he said? It is not worth the risk. He said he warned the FDA, you are putting this to market too soon. You're not giving it sufficient time to be tested and and be corrected and looked into. You're rushing this to market. And he said he was shocked at the censorship that in a country like this, there was no public discussion of the vaccine. It just ran to market. This is who's singing. So you, you tell your family and your loved ones, if they don't want to listen to Minister Farrakhan, why don't you try listening to the man that invented the vaccine in himself? But here's a man of God telling you before the thing came out what it was going to do to you. So this is a confirmation of who he is, because how you view the messenger affects how you view the message. You can't obey God if you don't believe God is real. You can't obey God if he sends you his messenger and you reject his messenger. And you don't decide who he gives you. He decides. So this is why this time we're in is so critical. Read and think and act and and follow these teachings. And this is why we have our special guest coming up this evening, because we are, we are committed now to being prepared, because we are in a time of war. So every component of our being has to be in a state of preparation. And so speaking of war, uh, we got to talk about our brother, Bill Cosby. And with that, I want to uh, say how uh, proud we are of Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad, her new program. And, I mean, she's bringing in some of the most phenomenal uh, black attorneys that, that you could imagine who are giving of their time and their knowledge and wisdom to uh, come on and uh, join her every Tuesday night at 7 Central, 8 Eastern, a time for justice. See, it's time now for justice. So with that, I want to welcome, as always, our dear sister, Attorney Pamela Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum, beloved. Wa salam, Sister Dr. Ava and Brother Terrence. I want to say all praises are due to Allah, Sister Dr. Ava. I thank you so much for uh, what you said about our show, A Time for Justice, on Tuesdays. So thank you so much. I'm honored uh, to be able to um, yes, be a part of that with the Elevated Places Network. Yes, but, you know, Sister Dr. Ava, this is just I, – I, I want to start off by saying 
the Bill Cosby verdict, which vacated the criminal conviction against him, really brought joy to my heart, you know, for our brother who has been responsible for so much black excellence in the media uh, being put to us and our children. You know, I'm a Fat Albert fan, right? So (laughs) I'm like, I was a little girl and (laughs) You know, that was just so important and so many other things he did. So I just wanted to really, um, it's a blessing and an honor to be able to share some of what the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania uh, rendered in reversing or actually vacating that, that this case. And really, Sister Ava, this vacating by the Supreme Court, it is so important because it involves fundamental constitutional rights that we as black people are always fighting for, the lynchings that have occurred, the police shootings that have occurred, these are the same constitutional violations that Mr. Cosby suffered, you know, because he was not given due process. His due process was violated because actually what happened was the DA in 2005, as we all may know, he actually entered into a written press release agreement representation. He talked to Mr. Cosby's lawyers, and they came up with a plan that they would not uh, issue criminal uh, case against Mr. Cosby, but it has to be noted that the DA Castor, when he made the decision not to actually uh, press forward with criminal case is because he felt like he didn't have a case. He reviewed the evidence, and he determined that Ms. Constance's case would not and could not get released in a criminal trial. This is what this memorandum from the Supreme Court says, and I urge everyone to read this. So once the DA, after reviewing the evidence, decided that he didn't think Ms. Constance's case could get a, you know any kind of relief in criminal trial because there were inconsistencies and a whole bunch of other evidence. He, he it's stated in the opinion he um, this position where he, they would force Mr. Cosby to enter into a civil settlement, and in order to do the civil settlement, they had to allow him what you call uh, freedom put him in a position creating a environment, they say, for Mr. Cosby to feel free to be deposed. And so there was a press release that was actually issued and signed by the district attorney that said that Mr. Cosby, he would not bring charges. And so based upon that, the court is finding that the harm that Mr. Cosby suffered by relying on that representation, it caused him to give up his Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination. It also caused him to give up the right to have fair legal representation because the court determined that, um, you know, it's so much in this case, but it must be remembered, this is what the court is saying, that Castor's decision not to prosecute Cosby and to announce that decision orally and in a written press release. Now, this was done in 2005 because this alleged incident occurred, you know, that the Miss Castor alleged 
That happened in 2004, allegedly. And so a whole year later, the case is supposedly investigated and DA determined he didn't think the evidence was there to charge it. So he issues this press release, and they enter into this agreement with Mr. Cosby. So then in 2005, Mr. Cosby, under his lawyer's advice, you know, he does some depositions, but he's always relying because we have to always remember you have a right to remain silent. Mr. Cosby did not have to do this but for the fact that they told him that this was the best way to just settle the case and it would go away. But that's not what happened. What happened 10 years later, almost a decade later, you have a whole nother DA who who was a part of the original uh, relationship between this DA Caston who issued the press conference and the release um, and, and made the commitment to Mr. Cosby and his team. Well, another DA comes in, and she, you know, this particular DA decides to reopen this case or to go forward in a direction that even caused the DA Caston to write her and say, do you remember what we did in 2005? He says, I'm writing to you just in case you may have forgotten what we did with the Cosby case back in 2005. And he attached then for her reference. So before they even charged Mr. Cosby almost, you know, 10 years later with the crime, they had what they had actually agreed with him. And so, you know, this is what the court, the Supreme Court had to bring to mind when it looked at whether or not Mr. Cosby's rights against self-incrimination had been weighed, you know, whether or not the district attorney had in fact bound the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And I think that's a very important, you know, issue here, Sister Dr. Abel, because you know as a lawyer, deals are made all the time, every day, and prosecutors are the ones who make those deals. And this is how cases are disposed of, or in this instance, these are kind of contractual relationships. If you can't rely on what a prosecutor who's telling you who's representing the Commonwealth in this instance, this is what the Supreme Court said, then Mr. Cosby, he wasn't given due process. He was actually lynched and ambushed when they went back on what they had, had said. Was. The court said that he was induced into uh, – participating in this, and that sometimes when the Constitution, you know, you look at conduct which offends some principles of justice that are so rooted in the traditions and conscience of our people as to be ranked as fundamental. So when people are out here looking at why Mr. Cosby's case was vacated and why the Supreme Court is saying they cannot charge him, we got to look at these are fundamental rights that black people, especially in America, fight for every day. You know, so this, this is, I wanted to put this argument to rest that this was not something deeply, Mr. Cosby got a remedy that's deeply rooted in this basic constitutional protection, Sister Dr. Ava. And it, the court said he reasonably relied to his detriment on this decision and they say a decade-old decision, when he, when he declined to attempt to avail himself of his privilege against compulsory self-incrimination. And when he provided this 
you know, Lady Constance civil attorneys with any kind of statements because he had the right to remain silent. He had the right to fight a case, but he instead, you know, he, he, he settled a civil case, which is what's done all the time. And it must be even mentioned, Sister Ava, in the civil uh, setting, they actually entered in the, the – she agreed that she wasn't file any kind of criminal cases in that civil $3.8 million, $3.8 million settlement, and she signed and said, she, you know, that it was over. Yeah, she was paid. And, and even when you look at what Constant did is interesting because, like he said, he was trying to help her civil case because he didn't think that she had a criminal case, you know, uh, based upon what this opinion is saying. And, therefore, he wanted to get Mr. Cosby, create an environment where Mr. Cosby would feel comfortable participating in a uh, civil deposition where he wouldn't waive his, you know, where he wouldn't invoke his rights against self-incrimination because that's, right. that was, and, and that's make, what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to sit down and knowing that, you know, even if you think it's totally ridiculous that someone is bringing something against you, you still have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. So this this is what that case is about, um, and this is why the court, they actually, they reversed it. They No, they vacated it. And I just want to read just the last page uh, because they talk about the, Due process violations, the due, yes, due process violations, and and this is not just some little bitty, oh my goodness, you know, small technicality. That's what the news is trying to say, and nothing can be further from the truth. These are our constitutional right. rights. So I just it's wanted just to just, right. yes, ma'am, Fifth okay. Amendment, Fourteenth yes, Amendment, yes, ma'am. So when they're yes, saying, um, you know, for these reasons, you know, he was stripped from his rights. And the duly elected prosecutor, any you know, any change in the duly elected prosecutor, because they try to say, well, there was one prosecutor versus another, the court said that doesn't matter. He's entitled to these fundamental rights, long-cherished principles of fundamental fairness. And they said, for these reasons, Cosby's convictions and judgment and sentence are vacated, and he is discharged. And that's what we discharged. saw. So, uh, yes, ma'am, I just wanted to... Um, give some input on that, and um, thank you very much for your time. As-salamu alaykum. Well, th thank you for reporting on it. And, you know, to your point, as usual, the black man is always tainted, compromised. Um, I heard and saw uh, a black woman who's one of the prosecutors uh, in the case, who was on the Today Show this morning, uh, having an emotional reaction, not behaving like an attorney in any way, shape, or form, uh, screaming and yelling about women's rights and how this has nothing to do with black uh, rights, when it has everything to do, to That's your right. point. It has everything to do with being black because his, con his, his conviction, the, the fact that, which I find is, is hard for me to even talk, what gets me, Sister Attorney Pamela, is all of these women are out 
crying and, and these these media people, these talking heads about miscarriage of justice, did we forget he served three years? That's right, yes, ma'am. He was sentenced to a term of incarceration after a trial of three to ten years. Yes, ma'am. He did the minimum time. Of, they, all of this, he's, what is he getting away with? He's 83 years old. Right. He served three years. He's he's legally blind. He's frail. Yes. We're talking about cases. One of these so-called uh, victims, her case goes back to 1969 or, or something, uh, out, Jurassic Park days. Okay. Wow. So you have – I'm a woman. I obviously am vehemently opposed to uh, any acts of, of, of sexual harassment, predatory acts, violence. But I ask this question to all women. What are you doing in the home of a married man whose wife is out of town? Yes, and ma'am. You're having That's right. With him, yeah, he admitted it. He he's out of order. He put quaaludes in the drink, but he put them in the drink. He didn't stuff them down your throat. You're drinking alcohol in the home of a man who's married. You're in another woman's home. Country is the epitome of hypocrisy. And racism. That's right. And to your point, he was denied a fundamental Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination that, you said it right, he was lured out of it. Because he was told, just settle this thing and it'll go away. That's right. You're You're in the entertainment business in this low-down, filthy, sick country in this entertainment business where women are, are, are having sex with men to get jobs. Most of us are the product of wholesale rape of young black girls going back to 1555, raped to the point where it produced a hybrid race of people called the so-called Negro. We're, yes, not, we're not the people we were when we were stolen from the coast of, of uh, west coast of Africa. We're somebody else. Our blood has been mixed and tainted. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said we drank beer of the white man from the milk of our mother's breast. This is a mm. rapist supreme, a sex trafficker, a human trafficker. Yes, you got ma'am. Matt Lauer, you've got this Harvey Weinstein, this big Hollywood mogul who raped women day and night, kicked a woman's door in in New York. Wow. Her. But no, you don't want to go after the man who presented an image to America that contradicted the stereotype of black people. He showed you a two-parent family 
where the husband was a doctor, the wife was a lawyer, they had four children, and they sent one of their daughters to an HBCU and had a spin-off show called A Different World. And because of that show, HBCU attendance, which had been dropping since integration came in, quadrupled. That's right. So this is punishment for bringing an image of black people just as the minister contradicted in reality the stereotypical image of young black males as being hoodlums and killers and gangbangers that was being presented to the world when he called the Million Man March. Yes, ma'am. Which is not only the largest gathering in the history of this country, but the most peaceful ever held in this filthy, low-down, serpentine so-called nation of hypocrites and devils that is now under a plague. And and I'm going to get off my soapbox, but why is it that almost all of the COVID on the planet is in the United States? Are y'all looking at the cases? This country is under judgment. There's hardly, there's no COVID in Africa. And they're sitting up here whining about only 15% of the globe has been vaccinated. All of the vaccinations have been to the 85% sheep of the lessons that line up and do whatever white people tell them to do. Or if they're white, do whatever their government tells them to do, not even realizing you're not even governed by the people for the people. You're governed by big pharma. This country's a giant drug dealer, and you're upset, and you're on the front page of the New York Times upset because an 83-year-old black man, and, he, and, and Allah rewarded him because, remember, a few months ago, they offered him probation. Remember? Yes. Yes, ma'am. That's right. They said to him, we will let you out on probation. Right. And this is a lesson to all of us to stand up on what you believe and what is true. They said, if you agree to take a class for violent sexual predators, we will let you out. And he told them, go to hell. I am not a sexual predator. I am not violent. I'll just sit here in jail. That's right. And they knew then this this decision was coming down. Because there was no other decision that could be made. Every lawyer in this country just about, including us, went off when he was convicted because of that agreement. How do you say just because there's a new DA that the, 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 see, word is bond. That's right. The devil does not keep a promise. Ask the Native Americans. Ask more yes, Gaddafi's family, whatever's left of them, about the devil and his promises. But 
I'm so sorry. I'm gonna give this back to brother. Thank you, Sister Pamela. That was. I am so glad Thank you, you gave us the. That's why we got elevated places. So, so when somebody tells you all, this man just walked out and got off on a technicality. No, right. This is the law. Now, this is the law. And 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 I'm gonna uh, share with you all. I'm gonna pull it up later. Uh, what Judge Joe Brown said to what's that guy's name Lamont. Hill, who uh, condemned the decision. Uh, what's that mean? Mark Lamont Hill. He tweeted today, Bill Cosby is not innocent. He has not been exonerated. His release means that Cosby, a sexual predator, was incarcerated within a criminal legal system that has as little regard for its own rules and procedures as Cosby does for his victims. See, this is just a puppet mouthpiece right here. But look at what Judge Joe Brown responded on Twitter. (laughs) I love this. He said, that comment reeks of a profound ignorance of the law. That's right. A person has a presumption of innocence that stands as a witness for him until it has been removed beyond a reasonable doubt through due process of law. His due process was denied. No conviction nor need of exoneration. And that is why, to your point, Sister Attorney Pamela, when they came down with that decision, they discharged him immediately. Immediately. That's yes, the ma'am. time we're living in, you all. You know, yes, normally, ma'am. how many cases have you all seen where a person's conviction was reversed and they were in, incarcerated years beyond the court decision? Had to get lawyers to get them out after they... <laughs> We're found That's innocent. Right. It happens all the time. They yes, ordered him discharged immediately. This is a sign of the time we are in and the speed with which you're going to witness this whole thing finish. As Minister Farrakhan declared, Savior's Day 2020, the unraveling of a great nation. And remember what he said, all of you house servants out there, as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad called him, prominent house servant, slaves, okay? Just remember, we're a nation within a nation, black folks. That's unraveling as well. Because what's coming up is a nation in submission to God. Another name for that is the nation of Islam. And you are either in or you're out. Either you obey God or you obey Satan. The Quran said we're at the end of this. I'm neither this nor that. Like Lamont Hill is trying to be on Twitter. You're trying to appease the source of your money. 
That's what that is. And you got your behind kicked by Judge Joe Brown because, again, he's on one side of this or the other. You're either with us or not. No more in between. Either you get vaccinated or you don't. It's up to you. So, Brother Terrence, yes. did I put you to sleep or are you still with <laughs> With us, yes, ma'am. Okay, so I, I want you well, to bring I, on the grandmaster. Well, yes, ma'am. I, I I think that you kind of laid uh, a, a great space <laughs> uh, for the need for our guests to come on. You left a great Ooh, space because more. the theme of the National Maybe. Training Convention is preparation in a time of trouble. <laughs> And I think you, as an attorney, as a lawyer, laid out a great case of what kind of world of trouble we're living in. But we do have our mm-hmm. brother, the uh, the grandmaster, Brother Abdul Aziz uh, Muhammad, and the beautiful, as we affectionately call her, Mommy Aziza, um, on here mm-hmm. to talk about our 26th annual National Training Convention uh, scheduled for July 16th through the 17th, uh, and it's something that we sometimes see for the nation, but we do say for the nation that's registered and non-registered, it's open for all, and it is a training not just in the martial arts, but it's in a training on how to prepare your house and your home, um, not only on. for adults, for our youth workshops, finance, mental health, brothers, sisters, just a whole things that will be going on, and yourself, uh, Dr. Ava, Juma Prayer. Um, it's so much that's going on for this wonderful national training. But I want to bring on now our guest, uh, the Assistant Student Supreme Captain, Brother Abdul Aziz Muhammad, and like I said, affectionately, Mama Aziza Muhammad, to your show, Elevated Places, at Dr. Ava. Assalamu alaikum to our guests. Wa alaikum salam. Man, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a favorite right there, unison. <laughs> Good God, almighty. That, oh my lord. Oh. I mean, I, I am so. I, I, you know, I admire you uh, so much. You're, you're such a fighter uh, for the oh, oppressed, for our people. Me. You, you, and, and you know, and you fight so well. Yes, Candy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Brother Terrence. Well, you know what an honor this is for me, for both of you to be on. And, and those words coming from you, I'm up here smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, you, you. There's a lot of ways to fight, and you fight in your arena the best. You know, and, and and that's why we have, to do, we, we have to do better um, to defend you and protect you, if you will. We have to do better because, you, you know, when, when you're even every champion, every uh, heavy champion of the world, they don't let them walk by themselves. They have security on their way to the ring. Mm. And uh, mm. it, is, it is important and necessary that we do that that for you as you go from one ring to the next, from one one uh, wow. battle to the next. 
we, we have to do better at making that happen. And, and I have to be involved in that tremendously. Oh, praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, sir. So yeah. what what is give us the 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 program and I didn't realize it's twenty six years. <laughs> yes, ma'am. This is our twenty amazing event here, and uh, without any break wow. uh, or, or gap, we we've been we've been working this, mm. and you know we have uh, a, a wonderful amount of support and help. In uh, building it, you yeah. know, when when you know, but you know how it is when you first start. <laughs> you 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 by yourself, and you got to make it happen. <laughs> Allah has blessed us to uh, to really uh, expand and make this an event. And it, and in in fact, it is the uh, next largest or the third largest event uh, as it relates to our nation and and events that we have on a yearly basis. Yes, sir. Yes, That's right. <laughs> Following Savior's Day and the Day of Atonement is our national That's right. seminar. Ma'am, yes, And ma'am. so important. Ma'am. So important. It, yes, sir. It, it is. It is. It's, it's very important because, um, as you mentioned, and, you know, you have a specific battle and, and focus, uh, and from a very uh, – from a very base point level in terms of of uh, training. Now, there, many think that the training that we give is all martial arts because they know that I'm a martial artist uh, in that way. But um, I, by Allah's grace and, and by his permission, we, we didn't start the martial arts as an event by itself. Our first year, we had um, two two uh, areas uh, of training, and that was training in the things that we do with regard to our nation, and um, we we also had a martial arts side uh, uh, to it. Because the martial arts uh, side is one of the sides that I have been involved in in, in in a great way, and it has the ability to access, uh, in this particular sense or, or training, uh, a lot more uh, of those who have not heard the teachings, who who are not involved mm-hmm. in that, and it brings the general public in where they can be exposed yeah. to what we study and what we train on uh, in the National Training uh, Conference. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It gets more into Islam, real, what it really is, which is a way of life. You know, it yes, shows ma'am. us beyond. So it's not just you know categorized strictly in a in in religion it it it's right. a way of life and and this discipline and i love as as brother terence uh brought out that as as it evolves and and expands it's covering all aspects of life your your care of your mental and physical self but then also your home and the way you yeah. live and Eat and and the spiritual, all all of that is is covered now. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. and uh, we we are really excited <laughs> to have you. Yes, indeed. You know, we're <laughs> uh, to start the day off. I mean, if they 
if you start the day off like you was just hitting it, <laughs> man, they're gonna be charged. <laughs> they're gonna be charged, <laughs> and and they'll, they'll they'll make it all the way through. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> great, great, great. <laughs> yes, so I, I want to. I want to jump in here, Dr. Ava, and, and before I forget, everybody that wants to learn, and we're going to announce again, go to the thevskjujitsu.com, the, T-H-E, V-S-K-J-I-U-J-I-T-S-U.com to learn more, the thevskjujitsu.com. But I wanted to kind of go off of what uh, Mama Aziza mentioned, that uh, Dr. Ava, that you spike fight in your way, in a spiritual way, and I want um, both of them to kind of talk about the national training in its totality. It's not just a physical martial art. It has so many aspects. So all of the workshops, mm-hmm. not just this year and the years that have gone on, because we have always culminated with a, a word from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, but can you give the callers and the listeners, the spirit of what is the reason behind and the mission of the national training and maybe some of the workshops that will be going on this year? Well, you know, in the beginning, from the very first one that uh, that the GM um, had, 1996, yes. because he was uh, brought here by the minister to be the national trainer and he had a a post, his first post being first officer, of course we know uh, that, you know, the duty is to teach and train. So that's why it wasn't just about martial arts, even though, you know, he's very proficient in that, but it was about uh, being able to handle the duties of our post properly and efficiently. So he started out with, um, you know, classes, with workshops, on, you know, how to write a proper report um, and, you know, other things in that area as far as checking, you know, how to check properly and uh, maintain the security of your post. Um, But, of course, you know, we moved on each year and added something different. And and as it did grow, I mean, we have a lot of talent um, in our nation, and he began to use uh, the brothers, to put on these workshops to provide workshops even in finances and how to how to uh, you know, prepare your credit, how to uh, properly budget and so on and so forth because these things are very vital for our everyday life. And as you know, Brother Terrence, he always talks about how martial arts is a lifestyle just like Islam is a lifestyle and they go hand in hand. So it's it's opened up for a lot of things that um, a lot of our uh, our believers are looking to uh, to learn. But this year, as we've gone on to the 26th year, we're trying to make sure that we have our neighbors involved because, as you know, this is a very troubled time, and things are happening that yeah. most of us are not prepared for. We've been given the teaching. We've been given the word of what to do and how to prepare for certain things. Um, but we need to bring it to our neighbors. We need to bring it to our community so that we're, 
We are doing what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has asked us to do a long time ago, and that is to make our communities a safe. So the workshops yes. this year are going to be um, they're going to be centered around uh, your, your spiritual readiness, which we which we mentioned that our dear Doctor um, Minister Ava is going to open up with. But because we have to deal with every aspect of our being, we have to deal with the mental, the spiritual, and the physical. So we're going to do our best to cover all those areas. We're going to go into how to eat to live. Uh, Student Minister Abdul Muhammad will be bringing uh, information from um, how to eat to live in our health is is our wealth workshop, along with Dr. Patrice Muhammad, who will be giving us information on um, how to, uh, you know, guard against disease and how to uh, increase our immune support. Uh, giving us information, up-to-date information on coronavirus and and whatnot. So we're going to touch the health. We're going to touch uh, even our, our mental. You know, we have a lot of things happening in our community with our families, um, and we have been very silent about mental health issues. We're going to be dealing with that yeah. as well. We have a separate uh, women's only that will be focusing on uh, victory over the, our circumstances. You know, since COVID, people have been thrusted into circumstances they didn't even imagine for themselves, mm. losing multiple mm. family members, some losing them at the same time, you know, having to prepare for funerals and, and just having to, you know, just try to run through, you know, finances and try to figure things out for you know, the family members that they've lost and how to take care of things. So we're going to have the people talk about that to help them through things like that. Uh, you want to speak about Minister uh, about the Iman and what he's going to um, bring to the workshop in that area as well? Yes. Well, we are, of course, he'll be uh, providing or doing uh, Juma um, for us. But there's another uh, area that he's working on right now, which is uh, very important and, and normally gets, uh, gets put on the back burner in terms of uh, waiting until that moment happens. You know, when the loss of life, um, uh, not being prepared for the loss of, loss of life and mm. what should happen. So he's going to be working on uh, pulling together uh, the, the training for that uh, that we are uh, expecting that I, I've talked with him about and he's going to be doing. Um, there is uh, dealing with aspects of securing your home, how to secure your home. It's going to uh, really go through that uh, very, very uh, seriously, and, and uh, it, it's, it's an excellent training. I had the, the opportunity to, to take a look at uh, some of that material, mm. We're gonna we're gonna be dealing with that. I'm talking about somebody uh, home home invasion. invasion. How do they invade mm, or true. come into your home? Break into your home? What happens if you are there? Uh, you know, we we have a a whole half of this conference also though that has been dedicated to the youth, and with the with this youth component component. And, and now I, I coined uh, this phrase that it is the, 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 uh, the opposite side or the other side of the coin. 
so yes, we have a national training conference that is it has a lot of focus on the adult on on things that we have to deal with, but we did not have a lot for the youth. Well, now we have um, our dear sister, um, uh, Sister Lisa R. Muhammad, who has done a, tre- a tremendous job uh, working yeah. with the youth, gathering them. I mean, listen, I mean, they are doing it all, too, now. She's not handling it and just, you know, you see her. She has these youth. They interviewed me. They <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's so beautiful, and you're talking about young people, which makes me to feel very comforted because we know that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he wants to see the youth engaged. He wants to see the youth involved. And when we do not involve them, you know, he speaks to us about when you don't see youth in your clergy, in your, in your, in your house, then you, you are actually looking at death because the older persons die out. So if you don't have any youth to keep it going, then, you know, right. uh, it's, it's going to end. So we have a youth component, and they are doing a tremendous job. I, I'm, I'm in love with it, so I, I uh, have allowed for them to just go at it, and they are going at it. I can't even keep up with them. <laughs> Uh, they're doing so much, you know, so so we're, we're excited about it all. And this is just a great time. It, it's an important time, you know, uh, as something in, in, in Closing the Gap, when the minister speaks about uh, transition, uh, you know, a, he or a person or people or nation in transition, that is the most dangerous period of time is when you're, not where you were, and you're not where you intend to be. And as a fighter, right. as a fighter, I'm, you know, when I'm battling someone, and you're looking for an opportunity, an opening. One of the best opportunities and openings is when the opponent begins to shift their position. When they shift in the middle of their shift mm. or changing from one place to the next is when you do your attack. You see, that's why the enemy always talks about dividing and conquering. See, but in there, see, they they really attack not after the division. They attack in the division. Right. Wow. They are saying things and they're presenting things. So so it's it's just, um, you know, we we have a lot uh, Mm. that we have to offer, uh, and we are looking forward to, um, you know, our people and, and, and people in general to come on in and register, become a part of it so we can move on because we have to change the condition of our, our community uh, because you mentioned yeah. it. I mean, it, we, we haven't even gotten to the worst part and the worst time. Mm-hmm. Come on. So the question is, are we going right. to be ready when it comes? You know, there's a lot of them that de- deny the minister. They can deny him all they want. The minister's trying to save their life, right. as he's trying to save all of our lives. Ooh. But I'm talking about those who are even, even the puppeteer, uh, the puppets of the puppeteer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they are going to be caught out there as well. And see, that's when they they want to come. Because the right. enemy is not going to save them. They don't care nothing about them. They are using them right. like they use 
any of our people. They do not respect anyone that doesn't love themselves and and is a part of that. So I'm, you know, I guess I, let me slow down a little bit. <laughs> no, no. This is... <laughs> well, you know, that's the serious side. <laughs> the serious side of everything we're going to do. Um, and we are also planning to uh, have a little social as well on that on that Saturday after we um, we get together Saturday during our workout and uh, mm. um, martial art training by masters from all over the United States and outside of the United States. We have some treats in store for everyone. And truly, you know, you cannot even think about being prepared unless you also get into that aspect as well. And I know sometimes a lot of women may, you know, shy away from it, uh, you know, thinking that, oh, they can't do it. And I I definitely um, have to say that was me too. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just necessary, you know. Like, it's necessary yeah. to have a meal. is is necessary to do the other things that take care of your body too. And that is the workout. That is knowing how to defend yourself. You know, if we're going to secure our homes, which uh, Brother Clifton Muhammad does a fantastic job with showing us how to safeguard our homes. And we're going to safeguard our property. We need to safeguard ourselves, so we got to get out there and we got to train and we got to learn how some simple things to just make sure that we can get home every day. And, and it doesn't mean that you have to do, you know, <laughs> you, you don't have to, to do the things that you can remember you used to do <laughs> back Back years ago, you, you you know, we are our worst enemy because we keep ourselves from training because we put something in our mind that's uh, not necessarily not realistic, but it is not, it is not necessary for you to see that because it's you who's keeping you from coming in and participating. No, you don't have to do the things mm. that you used to do, but you got to do something so that you don't get caught out there because if you're caught in in that in that time period you don't want to be the one that is caught off guard off guard how, how can you be caught mm, off guard yes, if you're sir. already on guard right if you're always on Ooh. guard you can't be caught off guard but if you're not planning on fighting that is when you can get caught mm. off guard that's profound and, and Dr. Ava, I, I just got to go in here and, and throw in something. When I say earlier, go to ministerava.com. Let me let me just kind of bring this together, which is so sweet. I just went on ministerava.com, and if you go get the book, as one of the things I always I, I tell everybody, you know, I studied uh, Gojuru when I was in high school, but I ended up um, doing Wing Chung, and I had my own seafood. But I always say uh, GM is my instructor, whether I'm in Chicago or not, because martial arts is, is all, I mean, that's a fundamental basis of mental power. But also, you know, he wants you to train. You can go to VSKUniversity.com, VSKUniversity.com. But when I went to your page, Dr. Ava, I just remember the force and power of being. So when GM mm-hmm. just talked about how, how are you mm-hmm. on guard? If, the, if you have the force of power of your being, you will detect anything that comes in your sphere. 
So come part on, of come this on. training is getting your mind right so you can detect right. because you can't get in a double detect, choke yeah. lock, whatever. How did you get in that situation? How did you get in these situations that right. cause you harm? And your other book, Dr. Ava, Weapons of Self-Destruction, A Woman's Guide Against Negativity. How do you think about yourself? So we need to guard against that. So we need these weapons. We got to deal with these weapons of self-destruction. Then I take it over to another side, life in the new millennium, how we will think and eat. So in this workshop, we got starting off, how are you going to think? And then we got another workshop, how are we going to eat? So I'm just tying all these together. So when you go to the VSKJujitsu.com and get your training, you will see the mental is connected to the physical, and you can't have no strong physical without the mental. So all of these things that we're doing, we're centering ourselves, we're centering our families and our homes, and ultimately that will spread in our communities and our nation. That's the value of the national training because sometimes we get it twisted. Well, I want to learn this move. Well, let, let me learn how to move my mind in the right direction, in the right come on, come uh, way. On. So all of this is, is beautifully tied together. I, I just didn't want uh, – I didn't want to miss that. I just wanted to share that piece. I'm so glad you did because yeah, that, that was that's, awesome. I'm telling you. You know, and when you, when, when you mentioned the uh, – uh, see, I, I would say to the people logged in and listening, you, you ought to register just to come and learn about home invasion and mm, uh, protecting ourselves because, frankly, a certain number of our people have been turned into something other than themselves. That's you know, right. they, they right. living this life under the, the beast. You know, Master Father Muhammad called the black man a savage and the white man a beast and you you can bring a savage up out of the savagery but you you can't That's do right. anything with a beast but take it down you know but That's some right. of our people they have become dangerous and that's why I love what you're saying about look this is one of those aspects of of our of our faith community that's open to the public so you have people that a lot of our people, they don't want to hear anything right now as, as far as theology or teaching. They don't, even want to, they don't even want their brain to be taxed by this issue That's of right. the COVID and the vaccine. But if you say, look, you can come out here and, 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 and train to protect yourself, to protect the people that you care about, because I don't care how, how far down we fall we never lose the survival instinct, you know. Right. And so we we got us. And the minister said that I think it was at that December twelfth conference with that group when he said you you have to survive. Yes. You know, it's like it's like Francis Crest Welsing, our beloved sister, used to say, "If you can't play the game, if you're not on the board." <laughs> okay. That's right. That's right. So, That's right. You know, first and foremost, we have to stay alive, and we we have to stay alive in a manner. See, I love what you just said, uh, Brother Grandmaster. You said uh, you don't have to do what you used to do, <laughs> okay, out in the world, okay, but you right. have to do something. Yes. You don't want to go the other extreme. We don't want to get spooky up in here. I guess that's the point. 
That's and right. just say That's Allah right. is going to just take care of me. Yeah, he is. He's going to take <laughs> care of you through you going to this training. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. You, you, you Praise know, be to um, Allah. You know, the, the, uh, there's a, a, not a joke, but it's uh, something that's been said, and, and I, I love it because it's about a, a Christian uh, person that um, was in a boat, and, and uh, he was uh, about to sink, and somebody, uh, what was it, a, a helicopter or something came by, or another person in the boat came by, he said, again, he said, no, God is going to help me. God is going to help me. You know, so he, he leaves and a, and, a, and a helicopter comes. And Well, three, three different uh, attempts to save his life happened, and then he drowned, okay, because he didn't accept uh, the, the offer. And when he gets to heaven, supposedly, what, what he says is, why, why did you allow me to do this? I've been a good servant. He said, I didn't help you. He said, I sent you this one. I sent you that one. I sent you this one, and you didn't accept it. <laughs> so the the point is, it's like the minister. He he's constantly sharing, right? He's constantly sharing um, uh, all of these things, and his whole history and life is offering us opportunities to find a way out of Satan's grip. But we. We yes. continue, like like the fellow you had mentioned, who um, uh, said that ignorant stuff, and uh, but but he'll be the one that at a time when it hits, they're going to look to the to the to that location and where where the truth has always been present. They're going to turn. You know, there's a point where they're going to flood into the mosque. Uh, that that Ooh, that are present, strange. it's gonna happen. You know, when when the food, when you don't have any food, n- nobody's gonna be talking to you. You 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 know, it's, it's mm. there's nothing anyone can say to aid you when you're hungry. So you're gonna be looking for be. some whoever is gonna be able to give you something to eat, help you to eat. But you're being given that information right now, and uh, and I guess I'm I'm. That's uh, awesome. So this training is just another opportunity that we're presenting on behalf of our beloved minister and Nation of Islam. It's just another opportunity for our people to get something better so that they can be in a better position, especially when the time comes. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. So we'll mention again how you can... Oh, yes, ma'am. Go right ahead. Yes, Dr. Ava. Um, one of your very important um, workshops as well that uh, we'll be having is going to be offered by the 10,000 Fearless, um, and they mm. will be doing some um, workshops first aid. They'll do workshops on radio communications. Um, you know, and they, of course, you already know they travel all over the United States to help uh, residents in cities that have been hit by disasters. So they are very yes. equipped, very knowledgeable, and so very caring uh, about mm-hmm. what they do and and helping people. So they're going to be a part of this workshop as well. So the information that we have to share with everybody is 
not just vital, but it's just going to be off the chain this week, this come uh, July 16th through the 17th. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We're we're looking forward to this. It's such a blessing. This is this is such a blessing. And look how Allah has, as as the minister said, we we took some hits through this pandemic, but we we dodged a lot of bullets. We we oh, we've been blessed that our nation has remained intact the way it has. That's and mm-hmm. and that itself is is proof that that we're we're as our Christian brothers and sisters say we're blessed and highly favored, and yes. we need yes. to to show our recognition of of the value of what we have by partaking. As you just said, take like the man man drowned, and you know. Why didn't you, God, why didn't you say, man, I sent three different people to save you. <laughs> right. That, that, I mean, that is us to the, that's us. It is, it is, it is. So Thank what we're, we're going to do, we're going to go to the phones because I'm sure people have some uh, questions and comments and Brother Terrence will give out the information again and then we'll be posting the flyer. Um, I'll be posting on my Facebook page and on the Elevated Places page, and we really want want you all out there to take advantage. And then on top of everything you're being offered, it's the opportunity to to interact, uh, vir- the, the virtual uh, seminars and conventions. And I remember how Savior's Day, people were a little doubtful when we said we're having this virtual Savior's Day, but just to hear each other's voices and see one another visually and that and we're we're spiritual people. You know, we send that mm-hmm. we send that energy. Mm-hmm. That that's very real. You know, because the the Quran speaks of the belief in the unseen. Unseen doesn't mean unreal. Okay. That's right. And our ability to send and project our, our energy along with our thoughts and words is very profound, very profound. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, let's let's go to, we're going to start at the top with our brother Daryl. Get his line open. Hi, so I'm like family. Brother how you Darryl? Fine, how well, are you doing, doing beloved? Fine, fine, fine be to fine. Yes, praise be to Allah. I'll just listen uh, you know, you always wrapping it up, and you say you don't want to get you want to get off the soap, but stay on that soapbox because you really be laying it out <laughs> because right. it's the truth, it's unadulterated truth, and you and you are a warrior for the yeah. minister, and you do like Sister said, and I think I think Brother Hurl Hurl back wow when he was talking when you were doing the town hall meeting that you should be secure everywhere you go. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Because you, the feminine and the masculine of the minister, and you, he said, even a common believer is is that uh, uh, is has to watch out for their life. Because when you speak this truth, you're gonna have right. naysayers all around yeah. you. So yes, yeah. I agree. You need to always. You don't have to be a whole entourage behind you, but you, they need to know when they see four or five FOIs around you or MGTs, they know this ain't nothing to be playing with. So yes, you are a fighter for Islam, and I, and I I love you for that, Sister Doctor Ava. You always been the fighter for the nation and, and the minister, 
And uh, I was just listening to what you were saying about our brother, uh, Bill Cosby. I'm so happy Allah blessed him to come through that. But he had already said it was a double cross when they made that deal with him, and they lied when they sentenced him. And you could kind of hear him cussing under his breath. You low down, you know. You could see it in his face. You you lied to me, and you betrayed me. But Allah blessed him to make it through that. And and, and about this COVID thing and why they holler about, like Brother Terrence saying that, most of the people, and that's what's happening here in Florida, everywhere, they done got crazy. The enemy done told me you don't have to wear a mask, but they're looking at you with a mask like you had named. Well, you, you must didn't take your shot. You wearing a mask. No, I took my shot. I said, well, you took your shot. You're more dangerous to me. I don't even want to be around you, you know, because <laughs> you're a super right. spreader, you know. But um, it's just that they, people that went crazy, you know. They out here, look at the, the building that came down. Right. That was in divine order. They still saying there's 140 some people still up under there that still alive that they're trying to get out. Why all these calamities are happening? Because Allah is doing yeah. what He said He's going. And we have to just go ahead and keep our prayers up. And uh, the sister that's doing the martial art. And I remember, I think it was uh, Grandmaster. I think it was one of the brothers. If it was him, please correct me. He said even when. We don't realize we're in attack and you don't have a weapon. Your final call is a weapon. <laughs> if you roll it right, <laughs> it's a weapon. The brothers <laughs> show how you roll it, and you can use it as a weapon. You can do so much damage with that final call. It's just that you have to know what to do and when to do it. But you say, I got caught off guard. You wasn't on guard. So we just have to stay focused. May Allah continue to bless your show. I love you all, and everybody stay safe. I salam alaikum. And real quick, I need to correct something earlier. I said that Mm -hmm. they offered Bill Cosby probation. It's actually parole. It's it's parole that that you're offered uh, when they talk about an early release, and I used the wrong word. But yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Darrell. Now, we got a a caller on who... um, this is one of our young, our younger callers, uh, brother Kareem, and he's thirteen, junior FOI, and he's always dropping some wisdom on us. Let's see if I can get his line open. Brother Kareem, are you with us? Yes, ma'am. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. Praise that's be to Allah. That's good. Um, I remember listening to the lecture of Brother Saeed, a.k.a. the math doctor, uh, the door out of hell, which was an amazing mm. lecture. Mm, and uh, when he defined the word hell, and then he said that it's a it's a state of mind. Yes, sir. And he said that we don't burn eternally in a place ten times hotter than the sun under the earth. And I was just thinking to myself, if we did then why do we have winter and snow? Because if it's hotter than the sun, which at 93 million miles yesterday, it 
was 113 degrees where I was, 93 million miles away, right? And it's 10 times hotter than that. Why do we have winter? (laughs) Yes, sir. And uh, we don't die eternally over there. But us as a black people have been dying for nearly 500 years. That's right. So that's even worse than burning. And as you know, burning is just another way of dying. Yes, sir. And burning, to me, would be better than getting enslaved for 400 years, getting beat and killed and taken from our land and being robbed from the truth and knowledge of ourself. Mm. Yeah, that's the worst. That's right. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Brother Kareem always brings, yes, a condition of this life. And we're being threatened with something that we know doesn't happen. Yeah, we're taught mm-hmm. when, when this flesh body uh, finishes this term, we go back into the earth. We go back into the earth, the body does. Yes, sir. Go ahead, and and Dr. No, I I just wanted um, maybe GM again talk about this because one of the things um, Brother Kareem did talk about is hell, and we know it's a state and condition of mind. You know, when we talk about yeah. security training, you know, a lot of people, you know, see Secret Service, see police, or see, you know, uh, you know, security guards and whatever. But part of security is to be made what secure. So. I think mm-hmm. part of things that we don't understand what is the first place that we should be secure in our, in our mental and our thinking, mm-hmm. um, as well as as we said, if nothing else, come in for the disaster preparedness, come in for um, how to take care of your home because we're preparing to be made secure and and as the theme is in a time of trouble. So it's about trying to make sure our mind is at peace as well because if you are just wrecked and, you know, you never, you know, you should never go into any battle just like just, you know, just shaking and just, and just, just, you know, you have to have some kind of centering and some kind of peace. And that's why as we letting everybody know that you're going to be opening it up because that first peace has to be what our connection to a lot. And I, I'm bringing it up because that is part of martial arts. When both of you said Islam and martial arts is a way of life. Yes, absolutely, yes, sir. absolutely. In, in in fact, you know, a martial artist is um, his focus is or should be to align his mind, body, and spirit. All right now. Mm. This is this is what he should do, but how can he or she, of course, align their mind, body, and spirit? The mind that they have is the mind of the enemy. So mm. their actions, if they align it, their actions will be 
uh, congruent with your thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, so mm-hmm. we, we are just imparting uh, and helping to give uh, focus to the teaching that we have, we've been given. Because so, we know that um, we, we've seen uh, a masterful general <laughs> uh, uh, go through <laughs> a landmine. Uh, you know, that landmines have been laid everywhere, and mm. he has guided us and say, follow me step by step. If I step here, you step here. Yeah. And, you know, where I say go, you go. Mm. Where I say stay from, you stay from. You understand? So, so, so the idea of all of this is to make sure that we align our mind. And then once we align our mind with, with Almighty God Allah through the teachings and through the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, then we can begin to truly get our bodies in line because what, what we were taught also that when that one would come, we would know that he would come because he would also teach us how to eat. <laughs> you know, he would teach us uh, not just teach us just the spiritual but he's going to give us everything we need, not some of what we need. We don't need to go anywhere. We can get everything from here. So, again, all we're doing with the national training is presenting some of what we have gotten. There's no way for us to give it all. Um, uh, there's no way for us to present it all. But we do do our best and give as much as we can in the time period that we have. So, it's been, like I said, been going on. Now, this is our 26th annual event. Yeah. So if it's been lasting for that long and Allah has uh, uh, saw, uh, has uh, allowed, and our minister has come to almost everyone, and I'll say that yeah. the he hasn't come to is because he was on, on missions doing what, what Allah has set forth for him. Yes, but I, I remember when the when the Honorable Minister Luz Farrakhan came from out of the country and came to our event. Yes. And I yes, know sir. how that is. Mm. I know mm. that he was tired and but he, he My came. God, yes. Man, that's that is just Think about incredible. <laughs> if it's if it's good for the minister, it's good for all of us. <laughs> it's good for all of us. Yes. <laughs> That's clear. <laughs> wow. Praise be to Allah. Okay. We got Brother Frank from the West Side in Chicago. Frank, Brother Frank, Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam, my beautiful sister. So I'm going to tell you, my brother Tess, and rest my listeners uh, and guests there. How y'all doing this evening? Walaikum salam. Uh, we're fine. Sir, what about you? Hey, hey, listen, my, my sister, you laid out that uh, Bill Cosby release saga beautifully. You highlighted on some things that, because I've been listening, I got a guarantee the income, so I can stay in my house and listen to it all day if I want to. But I do listen to a lot of our shows, and you know I do. Um, no one has highlighted the things that you highlighted. So I'm going to let you know right now. Mm. You go on your soapbox, okay, that, for me, that's a lot moving through you, my sister. For you not to go on your soapbox mm. would be a, a disappointment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you be landing out. Yeah. I want to touch on the Bill Cosby saga. I want to get to know that I said, and I'm not even a lawyer, I said when he got convicted and they gave him the sentence, this is going to get overturned. 
and we get any kind of hell beast the Supreme Court. This has so many holes. It has more holes in it than a cake of Swiss cheese. Now, now, the thing that that's right. me here, and of course, I'm going to bring to you, even Bill Cosby highlighted how he said that he met a lot of brothers in prison that got jammed, flim flammed, hoodwinked, bamboozled, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Basically, the way he did. And what's coming out a lot that's bothering me is the public opinion. Said, oh, he just got off because he got all that money. He had, to, he, had to, he had to hire these high power lawyers, high price. I said, no, that's a bunch of nonsense. Dr. Avis, any lawyer could have brought this case appeal to the Supreme Court. I mean, can a lawyer even do this pro bono? And when you do a case pro bono, don't just stay still. Compensation. You don't get what your normal fee would be, but you still get some kind of compensation. Couldn't any lawyer have bought this for? And number two question, and both at the same time, number two question yes, is, we know this is what's going on with our brothers and our sister too in this system. Why is it more black attorneys coming forward to reach back and help them? And I hope Bill Cosby do that himself to those he met in there. But could this man, you didn't need no high-priced lawyer to handle this. Am I right or wrong, Dr. Abel? Well, well, you're right in one sense. Um, the the issue, though, <clears throat> though, is not just when when they say high priced lawyer. It's not only the the fee that you're paying to that person. It's the high cost of litigation. Okay. It, it, it's it's the, the 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 cost of. See, behind the lawyers arguing in court, you have researchers and staff and people who are devoted to researching the law. You, you follow what I'm saying and putting together yeah, briefs I and there's lengthy meetings and the exchange of thoughts. The, the problem, though, too, with the legal profession is the same as with any profession and I was uh, saying, re- reminding us when I was on uh, Student Minister Rodney's program the other night with Dr. Abdul-Ali Muhammad talking about COVID, you know, the, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said of the medical profession in terms of what it has become as opposed to what it was initially, he said, my aim is to destroy that profession, the medical profession, because it is not a culture of healing, it is a culture of drugs. And unfortunately, see, when you say black lawyers, first of all, we're, we're a very small percentage. But then secondly, when the problem with going through this white man's educational system is the longer you are in there, the more indoctrinated you get into his mind. You're not just in there studying academically. He's making you to think like he thinks. So you see black people, you see yourself the way he sees you. That's why it was a black female prosecutor this morning who was railing and having a fit because Bill Cosby was discharged. You know, this is a search for the truth. And as Sister Pamela laid out earlier, The truth of the matter is you denied him a very fundamental constitutional, one of the most sacred constitutional rights in this country, which is the right against self-incrimination. And what you got to tell people, if money, if he 
if money could buy him freedom, then he wouldn't have never went in in the first place. With all this, your money means nothing when you're black in white America, if they decide it doesn't mean anything. Money is just a medium of exchange. That's all it is. It's, it's the, it's the, and that's what the minister said. It's currency. That's why they call it currency. So it depends on how the currents are flowing. And so if, if we wake up tomorrow, this devil could tell us, the, the dollar is not worth anything, and in fact, it's becoming worthless as we speak. Every day I go out here, everything costs more. Look at gas. Yes, right. That's right. I mean, but thank you for that's why up for the me. Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, he said, Allah to us, to black people, Allah will make you separate. He will make, he's forcing us to separate. There's no ability to really function as much as many of our people want to. We're not going to be able to live with these people in peace. They're totally disagreeable to live with. And Bill Cosby will test, and while he was in there, he was teaching the brothers, inspiring the brothers. He got more life out of being in there than he was out here uh, fighting these people. And that's the other reason they're angry, because he's, he's back out again. That's right. And remember, that's he right. complimented the fruit of Islam. He complimented the nation. That's right. Yes, sir. So All thank right. you so thank much, you Brother Frank. Thank you. Always, always, you always appreciate call. your calls. Yes, sir. All right, All right. we're gonna we're gonna move on down the line because we're we're running low on time. We got wow, a lot of people, a lot of people on the call tonight. Brother Lewis, the separator, calling us from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Assalamualaikum, How you doing? Oh, awesome, awesome, with with these wonderful guests on, and oh, our brother so at least got a taste of freedom. I got got back out of that place before it was too late. <laughs> That's right. Such a powerful show, Dr. Ava, and I just want to thank you so much for all that you do, and uh, I really thank you for the way you've pushed us to study these study guides. And uh, your commentary is just so incredible. You know, the whole week I've been thinking about something that you said in the study guide where you mentioned that the, uh, where you're talking about the, um, how the rising of the spiritually dead and the great resurrection are one in the same thing and that the first stage of our spiritual resurrection occurs through the stimulation of the self-accusing spirit. And that is when the inner voice speaks, guides, warns, reproves, exhorts, and accuses us when we're going contrary to that what is right. And I've been thinking oh, about that. Oh, that's Minister Farrakhan's letter. Yes, 
Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that intensely uh, this week, about that inner voice and how mm-hmm. inside of the black community, there were always people that would give the children and we would give each other a rebuke. When we got out of line, the lady down the street could say something to your children and you could say something to hers. And they could tell you that you were going to tell your people how you behaved in your neighborhood. And now, since we are victims of immigration, it seems like to me no one can point out anything or say anything, and those voices have been muted, and they have really done something to our self-accusing spirit. Because you can get on mm. BET now and see oh, men kissing men with a name that sounds like a Muslim name, Nas X. And no. nobody say nothing because the self-accusing spirit in us is not as stimulated as it was in previous generations. So mm. your commentary is just so powerful where you're talking about the rising of the spiritually dead and the resurrection because we want to resurrect Black Wall Street in every community and we don't want to do it based on filth and indecency and degeneracy and none of us being able to pull each other's coattails, Dr. Ava. So I just thank you and I I hope that you will comment if you have time about that self-accusing spirit and us not telling each other anything when it's manifestly wrong because the image that they have out now of black men, we are rapidly becoming the face of homophilia. Where everybody else around the world, when they think of a black male image, they have so, and the last image we have that can help us create an imagination to be somebody in life is the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And so I just thank you for defending us and being and loving us enough to defend us in many cases when we don't have sense enough to defend ourselves, Dr. Ava. Thank you. So I'll listen for your comments. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Walaikum salam. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, Brother Lewis is talking about the, um, I wrote a commentary that Minister Farrakhan put into the study course um, when we transitioned from study guide 18 to study guide 19. Uh, we went from rising above emotion into the thinking of Allah. And then right after that, 19 is the knowledge of God, because now you've been trained mentally to control the emotional self and rise up to where you can see things in, 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 in some instances the way Allah himself sees it. And the minister is an example of that. That's why he moves like he does and is able to stand up against the most powerful enemy. You know, this is not only our enemy. Think about this. This is God's arch enemy. That's how formidable 
This country is the U.S. government, corporate-controlled government, and yet the, the minister stands up inside the belly of the beast and says, you try to make us take that shot. That's a declaration of war on all of us. Now, wh- why, did, why didn't they just bum rush us at the farm after that? Because they know he's backed by a higher power that's not no spook or spirit. They, they know this. That's why they're spending a trillion dollars a year trying to make aircraft to deal with these baby planes. And as one of their own scientists said uh, that had that interviewed on 60 Minutes and he wrote an article in a magazine, he said the fastest fighter jet that the United States has moves at 2,100 miles per hour, 2,100 miles an hour. That's fast. That'll make you say, woo-woo, you know that you can go from Canada to Mexico in an hour? But when you're up against an aircraft that goes 13,000 miles an hour, you look like the Flintstones now. And so all stops are being pulled out. And so to your point, Brother Lewis, I saw some, my husband and I were in Savannah, Georgia, when we went to see my sister, um, and we were in the hotel when that BET Awards came on, and we actually were watching the NBA playoffs, but we flipped over to it doing a commercial. We couldn't even take it. It was so filthy. And 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 under the 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 label of the year of the black woman, and so this is this is a final desperate attempt by the enemy to, as the minister said, between the mRNA vaccine, this filth, this indecency of the black man, the black woman. This is to make us other than ourselves so that we'll be unacceptable to Allah. They can't take us out. They've tried everything possible. And no matter how many of us they kill, we're still here. Because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, if the black man disappears, we'll be plunged into the blackness of space the way it was before the self-created God brought himself into existence because he was a black man. There, there's, there's no light without the black man. So they don't have the capacity to eliminate us. Somebody among us is going to be the winner, and, and it's up to us whether we're part of that or not. And, yes, that we're killing that, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan wrote that letter, that the whole core self-improvement is to arouse and reactivate the messenger of God within us. A voice within us that warns us. What's, we have a, we, we're born with the knowledge of what's right and wrong. Remember he said that's why the two-year-old will take the cookie and then try to hide the evidence. At two years old, you know you're wrong. Nobody taught you that. That's your self-accusing spirit. 
you, you can hardly talk and you're saying the devil made me do it. Or a, a monster flew in, uh, an airplane flew in the window and, and took the cookie. Because <laughs> you know that you're wrong. And so we can either nurture that voice or we can silence that voice. And 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 that's where we stand right now. It's like brother as he said earlier, it's it's a it's a matter of of whether or not we accept um the what's being offered to us. Cuz see if we, if we lose and get taken out of here, we're going to be asking the god what happened. Cuz we're spooky. And and help is right in our face, and we reject it. But when when the end comes, all of these that are rejecting the minister right now, they'll be running to us. And the question is, will will we be prepared? Because as as long as we're present, and as long as the ministers among us, we're in a circle of mercy. When he removes his servant. There's no more mercy. Then we'll be under judgment. And judgment is when you get what you deserve. And most of us, we don't want what we deserve. We want mercy. So it's that little window right now that we need to get on the other side. And distance, social distancing, we need every kind of distancing possible from this enemy. Geographical, physical, spiritual, moral, mental, every kind of distancing that you can think of, we need to obtain it and and get away from this enemy. But, oh, Lord, we're down to two minutes. <laughs> Brother Terrence, we need to give that information again. Here I go. Yes. We need to give the national, <laughs> The National Training Convention, thebskjujitsu.com. T-H-E-V-S-K-J-I-U-J-I-T-S-U dot com. The Jiu-Jitsu, the VSK Jiu-Jitsu dot com for the national training July 16th through the 17th, the 26th annual and this year virtual national training convention. And we're going to be posting uh, that information, too, on our respective social media platforms and and look for I'm, I'm expecting to see an ad in the final call newspaper for that but I want I want to thank our beloved brother and sister Grandmaster Abdul Aziz Muhammad our national trainer and student assistant supreme captain for the nation of Islam and our beautiful beautiful sister our mother Aziza Muhammad brother Terrence my awesome co-host Sister Deanna Muhammad, who's been handling this board tonight. Sister Attorney uh, Pamela Muhammad, thank you so much. And each and every one of you that have logged in and called in this evening, um, also that will be logging in throughout the week, we look forward to being with you again. And in the interim, may Allah bless us all with love and the light of understanding as we leave you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. Wow. 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 W